Hello and welcome to episode four of the Oki Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industry. I'm Brian Gilland, your host, and uh, I'm going to start doing this before all the uh, all the new episodes. I'm going to start doing some announcements because there's all sorts of shows and auditions and things going on in Oklahoma City and Norman and, and all throughout the state, and um, I want to talk about those before we actually get into the interviews and all the episodes. So... First of all, I just want to uh, let you guys know about this. Uh, we're going to have a very, very special episode coming December 7th of the Okie Show Show, and that is going to be a live riff episode featuring comedian Joel Decker, uh, the star of Electric Nostalgia, Pax Masculina, and much more Mr. Stephen Goodman, who was supposed to be on episode one. We're finally getting him in. Um, and then it's also going to feature myself and then local photographer, graphics designer, and the driest funny guy that I know, Mr. Zach Burns. He was also one of the producers on Electric Nostalgia, and I could not resist having him back for this particular thing. What we're going to be doing is a live riff, basically mystery science theater, uh, but we're going to be watching Star Wars Episode Four. It's December 7th is when the episode's going to be coming out, and we're just kind of doing that in celebration of The Force Awakens coming out, I believe December 17th. I think that might not be right. But, um, yeah, it's just going to be our chance to nerd out. What we're going to do is that if you want to, you can listen to the podcast, and we're going to make it, we're, we're going to give you a cue, like a countdown, so that you can actually watch the movie along with the podcast, so you can have us bantering in the background and just being dumb, or you can just get bored with us and turn it off and actually watch the movie like you should. But, um, yeah, so that's going to be coming December 7th. Um, let's see here. A house show. With Life Lessons, Seasons Change, Quiet Things, Old Soul, and Baby Blue. That is going to be tonight, Monday, uh, from 6.30 to 10 p.m. It's a house show, so first of all, everybody, be responsible. But second, the address is 1509 Oklahoma Avenue, Norman, Oklahoma. So make the drive out. Support local music. Also on Wednesday, November 25th at the Speakeasy starting at 9 p.m., Chase Kirby, who was just recently on The Voice, uh, is going to be playing a show with Forum and Ophidelis. I don't know about that band. But, um, yeah, and I can just say, for Ophidelis, we're going to be playing, um, we're going to be featuring Mr. Jason Dougherty for the first time in a while. So it's going to be kind of a full band show. So if you want to come out, have some fun, listen to some crazy folk music, and then some also amazing indie rock with Chase Kirby and Forum, that will be a very, very good time. Uh, Thursday, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're not going to be having an episode on the day, so I might as well tell you now. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm so thankful for all of you listeners. And then the next day, November 28th, I believe. Uh, well, that's not the next day, but uh, I think that's a Friday. On November 28th at the 89th Street Collective, which you may know as the old conservatory, they fixed the bathrooms up. You can now actually have privacy when going to the bathroom instead of being able to see out into the open world. But uh, <laughs> love the conservatory. But from 6 to 10 p.m., My Iron Lung, Trey the Ruler, Ghost Lake, Naturalist, and Lullaby will be playing if you like some screamo rock and emo and all that kind of stuff. Go out to the 89th Street Collective and uh, have a good time. So there you have it. That is the week's events. Um, if you guys have any kind of audition notices or shows coming up or anything... Please let me know. You can either message me on Facebook on the Yogi Show Show's Facebook page, or you can email me directly 
at brian at prairiedogpictures.com. All right. But um, so, okay, this particular episode, we covered so much stuff on the last Army of Frankenstein's episode that I couldn't resist. This is going to be kind of a part two of Army of Frankenstein's because they had some great onset stories. Rhett Terrell, one of the stars of the uh, movie, if you listen to last night's episode, or last night, last week's episode, you notice that he kind of showed up around the middle and then we just played nothing but games. But we were actually doing a whole lot of talking in between each of the games. So I wanted to put some of that stuff back in and just kind of give you a little a little closer look at the fun that we had whenever we, um, whenever we were chatting it up. Here it is, part two of Army of Frankensteins. I gotta know, whenever you were pitching that to anybody, what was the reaction that you got? Well, the, the interesting thing about it was we didn't have to pitch it to anybody because we just came up with the idea and then we made it. So we just paid, we just, um, you know, pitched it to ourselves and it kind of started out with just a silly idea and I, I always get the story wrong. Andy always tells me I get it wrong, but basically uh, what had happened was is at, at some point we were talking about, um, you know, armies of different types of classic monsters in different movies and we talked about, you know, somebody, I think I, I might have said to them, um, Hey, you know, you've always seen armies of vampires and werewolves and mummies, and I've zombies. seen zombies, and yeah. yeah, I mean, they're all over the place, but mm. wouldn't it be fun if you saw multiple big green lumbering Frankenstein monsters at once? <laughs> I'd never seen that before, and I thought yeah. it'd be funny. And I'm, I know it was Andy that said, uh, Andy said, well, then yeah, take them all and throw them back in time, like to the Civil War or something. And we all just kind of were like, oh, that's great. And we just kind of put it on a shelf, you know, and just kind of forgot about it. But then what, as, what bar were you at when you came <laughs> <laughs> Those are just typical, hey, we have, we have tons of ideas like this. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff happens all the time. But, um, but no, we, we uh, kind of put it on the shelf and, and thought about it uh, a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then somebody would have another idea and somebody would say, oh, you know, Abe Lincoln kind of looks like Frankenstein. I wonder how we can like tie that in somehow, you know. So we would just have all these different ideas. And then eventually we had enough ideas that we decided to go – you know, meet at Chili's and say, hey, let's kind of get serious about this story and see if we can make it make sense. And then uh, we had an outline, and then we had a strong enough outline where where I was able to go and kind of lock myself away for about a month or so and write the screenplay. And then we looked at it and went back and forth. The whole, the whole thing was to take a ridiculous scenario like this and um, play it out seriously, you know? It's like if we had this scenario where – Frankenstein monsters go back in time into the Civil War. How could we explain it in a way where the audience would be like, "Well, that maybe could have happened," <laughs> right? You know, you know. And uh, and so we wanted the movie to kind of uh, be fun, but we also wanted the actors to play it very seriously. So we wrote yeah. the script uh, to have not people say it's tongue in cheek and a B movie and everything, but really, I mean, and we knew it would be, but. Um, we wanted all of our actors to play it like it was real and like it was really happening, and we wanted yeah. them to react to the scary things like they were really scary. And yeah, you know. well, sometimes that seems to be like the the, the best way to. I mean, like, that's like an instant punchline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> really brilliant comedy writing. Not that it is a comedy, but like if you wanted to go that route of playing it, it's a ridiculous scenario, but you play it totally straight, like it's totally normal. <laughs> we're surrounded by Frankenstein. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ray, and Ray, Rachelle tells a funny story about um, when she came in and auditioned and, and learned the 
I think I remember you telling me about the title. You read the title and then you didn't really know what to expect and then you read the your side, you know, which was your audition side yeah. and you were just like, well, this is a serious movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, when we first, uh, well, when I first got it from uh, Magna, they sent me the script and I was just like, oh, okay, well, this sounds kind of cool. So I'm reading over it and I'm just like, okay, well, I thought it was just supposed to be kind of silly, but okay, maybe they want us to play it serious. So going into the audition, <laughs> I was like, they're going to hate me because I don't know yeah. how I'm supposed to play this like at all. But you know, There but, are you know. some really, uh, while playing it perfectly straight, there are some really great comic moments in the, in the movie. <laughs> My favorite is uh, whenever, I don't know if I can say this because it's kind of a spoiler, but uh, at the end there is a particular character that uh, reaches a certain demise and... Yeah. <laughs> and it's this is this is the worst example because I can't really say for anyone who hasn't seen the movie but uh, well I don't think it's too much of a spoiler I think I know who you're talking about but it's not too much of a spoiler to say that you know in the premise of our movie history can't really change right that's you know? true and so the that's things true. that the things that happened in the past we kind of there's a lot of different roads you can take when you're doing time travel yeah you know you can either change you can either go back and change things mm-hmm. or you can not change things and the things that have already happened have happened right so we kind of decided to go with that idea that okay you can things that are, like big things that are going to happen happen mm-hmm. but maybe they happen differently yeah. You know? So... It was kind of like... I did feel that there was a little bit of an Abe Lincoln Vampire Slayer in there. Like, in that... I've never even seen that. You so. haven't seen it? It's... Wow. Well, they kind of, of play it. on uh, real historical facts yeah. with the spin of like, well, it's because Abe Lincoln was killing vampires. <laughs> right. Like, when you watch the movie, you're like... <laughs> Maybe he was killing vampires. <laughs> Is that maybe Abe Lincoln wasn't a total goobery-looking guy. <laughs> like, maybe he was dashing like this man who's playing him in this movie. Well, one thing I tried to do was base all the knowledge... Like, like when I was writing the screenplay, I purposely didn't um, research anything at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't research the Civil War. I didn't research Frankenstein's monster. I haven't even read the, the book, the Frankenstein book. I, I think I might have seen the movie a long time ago. But I thought that would be more fun to base all of the, quote, facts yeah. that I put in the movie just based on sort of like kind of what people think happened. Like basic knowledge. Right. Like yeah. pop culture. Like, right. Like, like right. pop culture knowledge. Your pop culture knowledge of Frankenstein. And that like ties into the title of the movie mm-hmm. because we knew very, I mean, one of the biggest criticisms we get right away <laughs> is the fact that we use the name of the monster incorrectly in the title. Oh, yes. I mean, it's like, it's the first Come on, snobs. Yeah. <laughs> but we knew, I mean, we knew when we did it, that was kind of the when we came up with the title for the movie, we thought, oh, this is going to be fun because it's going to really get a reaction from people. Uh, or we, we hope it will. You know, we yeah, hope that people yeah. will say this. Oh, well, that's the name of the, what is it, an army of scientists? You know? <laughs> that's that would get. be a great movie too. <laughs> and we get that. They're all, all trying to bring things back to life. <laughs> like, I mean, literally three years later, people are still saying that about it. And, yeah. And um, so the whole, that the title is great for the movie because it's the tone of the movie is that same thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when, uh, when Rachel's character says, let them come, let them face our army of Frankenstein, she says it which, with, you know, tons of conviction. Yeah. You know, and she, and her character has no clue that that's not the right way to use the... <laughs> yeah. She hasn't read the book. Right. What is a Frankenstein? Yeah, she, yeah. Has, she has that in the movie, so... Uh, but, but, yeah, I, I uh, going back to uh, Lincoln, you know, he's... he's um, he was played by Don Taylor, who's a great local actor here, and he walked into the audition... And was just like... Did he instantly get the part? I mean, <laughs> he, 
should have been cast right there on the spot. I don't yeah. know why we didn't. I think it was just because we wanted to kind of seem cool. Like we had a, like, lots, yeah. of other, lots of other lots of other choices. Yourself, obvious choice. <laughs> we have a lot of options. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we'll call you tomorrow after we see all the other perfect Lincolns that walk through the door. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I love the fact that he played, he and the, the lady who played uh, Lincoln's wife, literally played the exact same characters in another movie called America that was like a documentary drama kind of thing. Well, here's, but, what's, here's a, a, a fun side story about that. Um, when Don had, we had finished doing Don's scenes, Don said, hey, I've got this audition to play Lincoln in this movie, America. Mm-hmm. He said, could you please give me my scenes so that I can show the producers they want to see how yeah. I did as Lincoln. And I'm like, okay, so so I gave him all those scenes, and uh, he he got the part. And later on, he he said, man, those scenes were what got me the part. So thank yeah. you so much. So that was that was very cool. I mean, if like I was like, wow, man, if nothing else comes from this movie, at least Don got to play Lincoln another. Yeah. Another movie. Well, and like, and they used the crap out of him. Like he Did went they? he went on their press tour and everything, and awesome. was Lincoln on tour basically. <laughs> Check Lincoln in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He he was great. He's going to end up playing Lincoln for the rest of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Until he goes to a theater and somebody takes him. Well, he, did, he, had, he, he said to me a few times, you know I can play other characters besides Lincoln. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, you cannot. You're not allowed. <laughs> That's, uh, well, and um, uh, John Ferguson, his character is, well, I don't know if I can really say that because I haven't really seen a whole lot of Count Gregor, but his character as the, the professor to me, in my mind, is very similar to, to Count Gregor. Like, was he was he an, an instant choice whenever you chose him for that part? Yeah, absolutely. We didn't audition anyone. Um, we just thought, you know, I, I know him from working on him with two movie guys, things that we've done, and and um, I knew he would be great for the part. He's got a great a great look, and and um, you know, he's a, he's a great friend, uh, and you know, he kind of has a. When he plays his Count Gregor character, he kind of has a a real sort of like uh, old fashioned kind of vampire kind of a blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so when he was first doing our character, he started to um, do that with the character, right? Kind of be a, a little like he was playing him kind of like over the top, uh, kind of sinister and like you know, mm-hmm. mad scientist. Right. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> or Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> right. And, and so what we wanted to do though is is you know to keep with sort of the spirit of the movie, we wanted him to play it more. Um, you know, seriously. So we talked about his backstory for his character and we said, Hey, you know, let's imagine that you failed at this a lot and you're this is sort of like your last ditch effort and, and, you know, you're sad. There's a lot of sadness in you, you know? Right. And I think that when uh, he understood that and we talked about it, he was able to just flip a switch and become that. Yeah. And I thought that was, that was really awesome, you know, because I think we got to see him, at least from my perspective, I got to see him be a character that I've never seen him be before and yeah. play a part that I've never seen him play before. And the chemistry between him and the other actors on set was really, um, I thought was really electric. And, and of course he got, uh, really, uh, to play against, uh, my son who played Igor. And I thought their chemistry, which I really never cool. made that connection. Like I read your last name and his last name and never <laughs> made the connection that, that was your son, but he was fantastic. Oh, He's you. my favorite character in the whole movie. Well, thanks. I, He's my is my favorite character in the whole movie too, and I think that um, he's your favorite character in life. That's right. <laughs> I, I think the thing is, is that um, you know, at first when we were doing the story, um, Andy wasn't it. The, the Igor was going to be just another kind of twenty-something-year-old guy, right? Yeah, I remember. I don't know. I don't know what what point 
in the script writing that you decided this, but at some point you were like, I think Igor's going to be a kid. And I remember... Just so, that's such a brilliant twist. <laughs> I loved it. I remember thinking that was just great. And then, yeah, you mentioned that you, you were thinking Christian could play it. And I was like, at first I was a little like, all right, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, he owned it. And yeah. yeah. It's, he speaks for himself on the... And he's like, he's the little kid MacGyver in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're stuck in the Civil War days, but I'm going to create this laser blaster arm. <laughs> well, the, the point in the script when I thought about that was um, when I got to the part where he electrifies Alan with his um, staff thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he like extends it up and the lightning hits him. And in my mind, as I'm writing that, I'm like, okay, that's another 20-something-year-old guy. And I just imagined Alan and this other 20-something-year-old guy having this adventure back in the Civil War. And I really didn't even think Igor was going to go back with him you know, yeah. or anything, uh, actually, when I first started thinking about it. But then um, right when that moment in that scene, I thought, oh, it'd be really cool if this was a kid with all these gadgets and I could just start to picture him as a kid. And then I went to Christian, who was, I think, 12 at the time, and I just said, hey, you know, I'm, we're doing this movie. Would you want to play a part in it? And he's like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, Dad. Yeah. The rest of us <laughs> to be the film. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, okay. Don't bother me. I'm watching YouTube, Dad. Yeah. And <laughs> sure, I'll be in your movie. And I was like, you know, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of work, and it's going to be hard. And he's like, yeah, man, it sounds cool. I'll do it. And so we started reading scenes together at home, and... I'd be like, okay, okay, that's that's good, that's good. Now give me one where you're like really angry, and I just want you to get really mad and yell, yell at me, you know. And yeah. it's like, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't yell, Dad. You yeah. know this. You yeah. live with me. He's like, that's just not me. I don't yell. And I was like, all right, okay, okay. Can you try? He's like, no, I don't want to do it. So what I um, ended up doing was uh, that was good because when I wrote the rest of the part, it was just basically I wrote that to be him. Yeah, you know? and it's just like I didn't give him stuff that I didn't think he'd want to do or feel comfortable doing. Mm. So the character, because of that, has this like really even keel tone like all the way through the movie because that's just who he is. Yeah, and I'm really uh, it's really cool when I hear people say stuff like, uh, "Well, you know, he was the star of the movie or he carried the movie or whatever." That that really makes me feel proud of him because he had never acted before in anything. Yeah. And like Andy says, I was really nervous. Uh, to bring him in there with lots of other great actors. Right. And I was worried that he wouldn't um, be able to uh, keep up with people that have been doing it for, for so long. Right. And well, he, uh, was, he was great. And he was also, I mean, like his character, like you said that he wasn't originally going to be going back in time. But if that didn't happen, he is, he is the device that pushes the plot along in so many yeah, different thanks. scenes. Like... And he's just a, he's such a cool character. He's a little boy genius <laughs> that is just a just a badass. Well, like it's thanks, man. And the thing is with the movie is we. I mean, I'm not sure how many people get it uh, when they watch the movie because they're sort of watching the Frankenstein monsters and the Civil War and the ridiculousness of everything. But really, at the heart of it, the story for me was the story of uh, this kid who um, kind of sacrifices. Uh, a lot of stuff. He's, he's like had a rough upbringing, and he sacrifices sort of his innocence to save his friends. Yeah, and that's like the that's and the, to save the world, and that's sort of his story <laughs> and the story of the movie. And I think I think a lot of people um, maybe we just didn't do a good enough job of <laughs> putting that in there. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to get across. Yeah. Anyway. Before Shot Factory contacted us, Ain't It Cool News contacted us. Oh yeah, which is a website that I've been. Um, following for a long time i mean right. i've probably been, been reading they have like a you like a 
video series or something. Yeah, they did for you a know, while. Bret Hart. He's mm-hmm. the, yeah, he produced he, do, he yeah, produced that yeah. with Harry Knowles and stuff. And yeah. yeah, but I've been reading that for ten years or more. And so when they contacted us wanting to review our movie, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, you know, sort of like my hero is asking about yeah. the movie. So um, I contacted Galen and said, hey, they want to see a mo- our movie and see a screener and do a review. And he said, well, you know, here's the deal: we're trying to sell it, and if you get a bad review right now, it can really hurt. Mm. you know on a big site like that you know right and um so i was like well it's ain't a cool news and he's like oh really and i said yeah he said well i'll tell you what ask them if they will not publish the review if it's bad oh <laughs> that's nice yeah and i was <laughs> if like only that was the option with every <laughs> review <laughs> is it a bad review okay cool don't publish that <laughs> yeah but that's exactly what i thought yeah you know? like, when he said that i was like well, okay, I'll try, you know? Yeah. And so I wrote the guy back and said, you know, yes, I'd love to send you a screener, but since we're trying to sell the movie, would you be so kind as to not publish this review if you don't like the movie? I'm not asking you to write a good review if you don't like it. I'm just saying, if you don't like it, please don't publish it Yeah. right now. Yeah. You know? And he wrote back and said, oh yeah, no problem. I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. So I sent him the screener and a couple of weeks goes by and I haven't heard anything and maybe another week goes by and I write him back and say, hey, just wanted to make sure you got the screener and make sure everything's <laughs> okay. And he said, oh yeah, your review goes on this Friday. And I was like, that was like Wednesday, you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, you know, I, I didn't Neat. Push, I didn't push it. I didn't like uh, say, well, wait a minute. We talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was a, a few sleepless nights and, uh, it was a few sleepless nights for me, and then they finally posted it, and it was a, um, it was a very positive. I wonder if that's him. That might be Red. Is that Red? Probably. What? He's on Pacific time. Oh. Is he on LA now? Uh, I don't know. Better not be. Should we answer it? Let's answer it. <laughs> Hello. Ryan. Yeah. Hey man, what's up? Hey Red, what's going on? <laughs> Oh, that's okay. Actors. Way earlier than I did, and uh, I kind of lost track of everything. No problem, man. That's okay. Did, did, you, guys, did you guys finish everything? And welcome to the show, Rhett. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, we're still, we're actually still going. We we got about a, we we started about thirty minutes late and. And uh, we're still going. If you want to stop on by, man, feel free. It's fine with me. Yeah. I mean, just I like, mean, I, I, I'm super sorry. Dude. No. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, all right, I'm gonna hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an a-hole. There's no time. No. All right, right, cool. Thanks, man. We'll see. We'll see it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> that That's was awesome. wonderful. <laughs> what is it with you actors and just constantly going to auditions? Whenever we did Electric Nostalgia, uh, we were waiting on Stephen Goodman, who was in an audition himself, and he did make it because he ended up getting a callback, which is like the best reason to miss a podcast recording. <laughs> so well, it's it, totally cool, Rhett. We don't mind. No, no. Yeah, it's cool. Um, anyways, uh, we were talking about, uh, Ain't It Cool and they, they published their review and it was a, 
really nice review and they, they said some really cool things. The, the best thing was that it was like there was a lot of quotable things that they said in there. Yeah. And so that we were able to use and, and um, we were really grateful for that. And I, I really think it was like three days later that Shot Factory contacted us. So I would think that they had read that review and then they contacted, I, I don't know for sure, but I just kind of put it together and thought mm -hmm. they probably saw the review and then contacted us. So. What was it like for you, Rachel, to kind of be watching? Because once you're done acting, you do kind of take a back seat to all the business stuff that's mm -hmm. going on. And like when you finally have reached the business side of show business, like it's no longer, we're just trying to make a movie for the love of God. <laughs> like now it's like, okay, we've made it. And now we're starting to get inquiries. And all. What was it like for you as the actress to like know that that's all going on? Well, we weren't really... I didn't going on anything. oh yeah, yeah, yeah we i didn't know like this is like you're looking at him and you're listening and i'm here the and, same and thing. You're, I'm like, yeah, this is really? all news what? to you yeah. too like, I'm, I'm enjoying this podcast because i'm like really that happened huh? yeah <laughs> so it's it's awesome to hear all of this now so yeah andy and i work at boiling point media along with josh mckamey and so every single day we're basically making commercials or whatever right. type of work. So I actually have a funny story about Boiling Point. You guys are officed in a facility that was previously Mountaineer Media. Okay. Correct? Uh, yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. So um, I helped build your studio. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. <laughs> Thank you very much. Me and a buddy, like, it was just kind of on a whim. Uh, he called me up and he was like, hey, uh, so I got hired to do some, some uh, carpentry work and stuff on this, this uh, production studio. And I was like, well, I desperately need money. <laughs> sure. And uh, so I think I actually was at Boiling Point for something. I, it may have been like an audition or something like that. And you didn't give me the part. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I showed up and I was like, oh, my freaking God. I put that window in. <laughs> well, see, maybe if you would have told us that at the audition. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, do I really need to read these sides? Because uh, I... <laughs> painted this room <laughs> i think i paid my dues you're welcome right oh man that's awesome that's awesome well yeah andy and i worked there um i had done um you know uh some shorts uh not really even film really but uh, more like uh, tv based stuff so lucas ross and i did the two movie guys and we had done um some half hour specials and we did some we, did, we had done some christmas specials and the one we had done the year before we started army of frankensteins was like a half hour long Christmas special that had animated robots in it and, and aliens and it was a space battle and it's freaking hilarious too. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. We spent like a year making that and good lord. And um, I know. Well, that's the that's when a, you finished it. It was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and and that was kind of the deal. Is like I I had mentioned that I had um, you know seen Josh's movie Wolfhead and just sort of started to pay attention to what was being made around here and. Yeah the quality of stuff that was being made around here. And, you know, I'd gone to Dead Center as a fan or, or just, uh, you know, as, as a two movie guys thing before. And I had seen directors up there on stage talking about their movies. And I was just like, man, I really want to do that. Yeah. I really want to, I really want to be able to stand up on stage and talk to people about a movie that we did. Yeah. And, um, but the most important thing is for you really wanted to be on a podcast. That's it. That's the end. That's that it. was the end game for you. <laughs> Welcome, sir. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, doing. I never would have imagined, though, that you know, this all this time later, we'd be here talking about it, or that it'd be on the store, store shelves. And that's kind of the question I have for Rachel is like, when we were doing this, and we were in this, we put you in a hot air balloon basket with a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> did you ever, for once, think? 
what in the world am I doing? Once I found out that you guys wove that basket yourselves, I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I, like, seriously, I would show up to set every day thinking, like, just excited about what have they done? Like, what new have they yeah. done today? What so, have they yeah. done? Well, that, that, balloon's, that balloon basket's a funny story. <laughs> do you still have it? Yeah, we do. Yes, of course you we do. do. We do. It you don't was, get rid of a hot air balloon basket. Especially when it takes you six straight days to weave. <laughs> you it by hand. Yeah, Andy can tell you all about that. He was... He was kind of in charge of that, weren't you? I don't know about that. I mean, I there were definitely <laughs> well, he nights. All of his friends, right? Yeah, there were definitely <laughs> nights where, like, I would say, like, "Hey," I would call up my friend and say, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" <laughs> and they'd say, "Oh, not much, dude. What's going on?" And I'd say, "Hey, uh, well, you want to help me weave a balloon basket tonight?" <laughs> and they'd like hang like out. Long at the... <laughs> dead silence. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> They're like, okay, why not? And then yeah. we, yeah, it would be like one o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, well, thanks, man. You can leave now if you want. I'm gonna keep working on it, dude. It was a freaking nightmare. <laughs> there, there was no. I mean, you can't just buy like Civil War era balloon baskets, right? They don't just exist. <laughs> I can't believe that. Yeah, I know. So, like every balloon basket you can buy, number one is really expensive, and number two just looks too modern, you know? Right. So we were just like, well, we need a giant wicker basket that we can like <laughs> set and you know split in half so that our actors can get in and out easily. And so we start like, we bought just like a big spool of wicker and built the frame out of, you know, one by ones or whatever yeah. and just start weaving. And man, my hands, all of our hands, are like, <laughs> all of our hands look like 80 year old people now, like with arthritis, yeah. you know, it's just like, they're all like crumpled and gnarled because of uh, weaving this basket. The only thing was that was awful. missing was you being underwater. Then you could literally be underwater basket weaving. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to slightly change the subject because I just realized where else we have worked together, right? myself and Rachel. Uh, Life Church. Yep. I've freaking run sound on you. I've put a microphone on you. <laughs> you, you and Clardy. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Yeah, because you're in the you're in the connect series. Connect series, yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm retarded. <laughs> well, can, I have well, Afro, like I have. Yeah, you, you do. My hair you changes. Do. <laughs> uh, do you guys want to play some games? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, isn't there an hour time limit on this deal? There is, but I'm stalling for Rhett. So, <laughs> so this episode might be a little longer. I, I'll, I'll probably cut it down. Yeah, cut it down. It'll yeah. be worth it. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Cut yeah. all my parts out. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it just becomes like. 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it's Rhett's. Should we answer it? Answer the phone. Oh, no. Oh, no, we missed it. <laughs> should I call him back? <clears throat> I think he should be the first AD presenting yeah, yeah. with the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, man. Hey, are you, he- are you here? <laughs> come up the weir- weird, creepy side stairs. And then... Um, it's the top or the middle? Oh, it's at the top. It's at the very top. Yeah. Are you, which, which side of the building are you on? <laughs> he refuses to answer that question. Right. <laughs> that was offensive. He might, if he doesn't know this place is set up like this, he might not know where This is really warm. Were you sitting here? Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> much, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 you're not, whatever, whatever. It's, you, uh, it's you made it here super, just in no, time. No, it's super homey. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm seriously, guys. I'm so no, sorry. dude, don't worry about it. We've been having fun, man. It's been good. Yeah, no, a lot of bit. Like I, why am I out of breath? I think I think it's more about me just feeling bad. Okay, that's okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I did. I got. I went. I did. Wow, I did an an embarrassment, embarrassing amount of method 
Acting or method prep for a fucking audition. At least you didn't do an embarrassing amount of meth. Well, <laughs> well. I didn't know where that was good. Wow. <laughs> well. Method prep. That was the method prep. Hey. hey. Guys, if you're bad at something, <laughs> just meth it up. That's right. Uh, What's that? Some director said to like Dustin you. Hoffman, can't Look you just you. act? <laughs> okay. With your haircut. <laughs> I, t- I sat right there and I was like, this is really warm. Who <laughs> So I moved. We had it prepped for you. Had you. broken in. Um, <laughs> guys, just wait. On a rat. Well, you, you got here just in time because we just started playing some games. Don't. <laughs> Don't uh, look around the terrible tattoo. These but. guys are the most, these two guys were probably the most guilty of this as anyone, but I feel like that a lot of actors and actresses, if they're not comfortable, just, just I think because they're being polite or professional, mm-hmm. won't tell me. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and both of them, I think I tortured you guys the most, honestly. Uh, there was a scene we did. <laughs> there was a scene we did. We made out. Uh, Rachel didn't like it at all. No, no. <laughs> I, I was no. always cool with it. Here's one we can talk about. I'm sure you guys have fond memories of this one where I uh, they're supposed to be out in the rain. Mm. And, ah. Yeah, and it was about a it was a, probably a 50 degree night or something. Ooh. And to save uh, money, we had rented a um, pressure washer machine that we rolled out to the middle of nowhere. And um, I talked to the guys that uh, rented it to us, and they said. Uh, I asked him some questions about it. I said, okay, well, um, was there like chemicals like running all through this? Because they used it. They <laughs> used fine. What? <laughs> nah, it was just, it was just, it was just well, crap. They, yeah. used it, they used it to like wash, you know, uh, power yeah. wash like vehicles and stuff with. And I was like, well, I really don't want any chemical spraying on the guys. You know, and <laughs> right. I said, I said, I don't want you're just, he said, if, he said, well, you can bypass the chemicals by just going through this, um, this side. And that side didn't have it, the heater on it oh no so there was a heater i technically could have run the water through a heater right. to give them a nice warm shower but instead <laughs> i bleach i was actually i was trying to protect them and i didn't turn on the heater to not spray them with chemicals but the water was really cold yeah it wasn't and great so we're shooting i don't know how long it took to shoot the scene but we're basically spraying them with cold water in angry <laughs> weather in their clothes it becomes just an elaborate it torture such, it was such an odd thing because like, I, I've known Rachel for a while. Like, I would see her. We'd pass each other in a hallway, like, auditioning. And it was so cold. And there was one place to change. So we did, like, that back-to-back. Like, I would look this way, and she would do her thing. And at yeah. one point, she was like, I don't care, Rhett. I, I, I do not. I don't care. I don't care. Don't care. Like, there's, there's zero... Like sexuality, Not a you might be a you're a plant. <laughs> yeah. There's none. The lead that he's burying is who we buried. His son was in yeah. a dug up grave. <laughs> and as the water's coming down in fifty I don't know, it's it was midnight. Oh, it was, it was the, was la- le- it was the we, credits. We start yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We started at midnight and Christian wasn't cool with being in the ground. And as, as, indie, <laughs> yeah, as indie film goes, no one necessarily, I mean, maybe you did, but yeah. no one necessarily explained how deep you're going to be, how buried you're going to be. It was just like, in your hand comes up and it's going to look great. <laughs> and it comes yeah. out and like the, the credits crash and the lightning and nah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So like we're doing our thing. 
with my arm taped behind my back because, hey, guys, I didn't actually cut my arm off. That <laughs> um, so Tri- uh, Tristan, geez. Tristan is my cousin. Let's cut that on the podcast. Um, so Christian's in the dirt. And if I would have got here seven hours earlier like I was supposed to, you guys would know that Christian and I had a bond on set. Um, so I told him, I was like, I was like hey, bro, I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. So then, as his dad pushes dirt over his face, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So just take like, it, son. Yeah, just we, take we, it. We had this bro thing, and he was he would talk to me about stuff that I didn't know anything about. Be like, yeah, man. It was the same thing with Jordan. Yeah. If you're quiet and you wait, <laughs> and then you look and you're like, yeah, man. they're like, <laughs> this guy's cool. I'm not. <laughs> At all. So it's the James Dean. I'm grumpy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm just grumpy. James yeah. Dean put on his bottle cap glasses when yeah. the scenes would roll. If you look yeah. really super tired. Uh, I'm super horrible. <laughs> but guess what? Action. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we, what are we got going on? <laughs> all right. I mean, you know. Anyway, I feel like I took a little journey this way. <laughs> Back to uh, this. But we, you know, and it was, like I said, it's cold as hell. I pretty sure Rachel almost died <laughs> I didn't know this cause I'm cause I'm tough and yeah I'm yeah. not yeah whatever man I don't care you're a real I, had to go, I haven't been to the doctor in a long time Ryan <laughs> I had to go so I would stop coughing on set of a movie I did three months after cause they were like what's wrong with you man I was like I don't know like you got, oh, you, got like, you got a little bit of flu I'm in your the Frankenstein's. Lungs. I got a but case again, of the Back to Christian. <laughs> when you see me, when his hand comes up and the credits roll, I dive in and dig him out <laughs> desperately. <laughs> Come on! Right son. after that, because he was, cause, and then he's, you know, as he is, he's like, okay, <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> whatever. It's like, Rhett, let me tell you about Slender Man. <laughs> I don't know. Don't care. <laughs> It's like he's been in the ground. Ready, you cold? He's like, uh, that's good. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah, he pops. He pops up. He's like, uh, Rhett, Jordan's kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah, he is. Well, you know. <laughs> I also, I also want to know why Rachel called for help when she's a nurse. Oh yeah. Um, when she pulls yeah. the knife out. No, not effective at all as a nurse. Like, Somebody help! No You're a nurse. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man! I don't, you know, sorry. Hey guys, I just got. If you listen right now, it's cool. Ninety-seven. Red Terrell just walked in. Um, you know, it's no big deal. Man, Red walked in to the. Brian and I worked together a lot, and no, we worked together on. Uh, We've walked a lot. down so many hallways together. Yeah. You and I. Yeah. Never okay. actually looking at each other. I know. No. I don't, I don't feel talk. like we've ever done anything face to face. It's just side to side. It's always side to yeah, side. Yeah, like, man. I'm just. Right and I'm just Obviously, eavesdropping on you at all. Yeah, it's just, it's we're just, not even shooting a movie. I just yeah, follow you around with a microphone. It's filler, though, right? Like yeah. it's like, hey guys, ah, I just got a hallway thing. It's long. Can you guys just make something up? And you yeah. and I are like, okay. And, and I'm not going to. You know what? I haven't this, seen but, yeah. Rhett's bare chest in a long time. I need to mic him up. <laughs> you know what? Uh, we're in a restaurant hey, right now. I don't care, Rhett. Why did you shave don't care. one spot? <laughs> <laughs> It's just one patch in the middle of my chest. I do what I do, Brian. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shave the patch in your chest. Whenever I pull the mic, I'm just gonna write a big S in you that know, patch. I don't know if we can cross streams, but uh, <laughs> when we were in, guys, if you know, 
Ryan does. He wears a lot of hats. I do. Um, he does a lot of things. He was uh, working sound on the Posthuman Project. I was. If that's okay to say. And we were uh, <laughs> not doing, today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were pulling late. We were pulling late night in the uh, OKC Rocks, and you were miking up Josh Bonzi. Oh yeah. And uh, as you were going up a shirt and doing your thing, and it, you know it was like two a.m. at this point. The important people had been there a long time. I came there late, obviously, because mm. I'm, I'm willing to take a punch. Hey. <laughs> Which, this is why I wanted to be here early, so I could be like, hey, Ryan, remember when you said, you guys ready? Go. <laughs> That's, I missed my, sh- miss my shot. Anyway. Yeah. Um, That's a great story. So, uh, Ryan, when you were that. miking up Josh, um, who's a fantastic actor and he's in new york he's now. great yeah and he's, he's gonna be in blueberry t- hall too yeah yeah he's a tall guy like me like i'm six four he's six three i think um you're micing him up and doing your thing and he looks and i don't think any, he thought anybody was looking but he just reaches over leans towards you and sticks his tongue out so close to your face and no Wait. one saw it but me yeah he was, he did was, i not notice no it? no because you were doing you know, yeah yeah you were trying to be a professional actors um, you're an you're an actor that I, that's see this is why i do nothing else when someone's like hey man do you want to be a uh, pa i'm like yeah. oh i don't know yeah i think i'd ruin everything i don't know what 10-1 means if i have my question <laughs> bill meltdown i don't uh, let me tell you what i know about the bathroom breaks that's, yeah that's it yeah, so you, you know 10-1, 10-2. I'm, I'm always like, hey, uh, um, Rhett's going to go take a 10-3. And people get really like, Rhett, please, please stop touching the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Get off the, get there's, off the golf There's course. 10-1. We're getting into film lingo, so I have to translate. 10-1 is pee. 10-2 is poop. Um, I don't know what 10-3 is. I don't know what 10-3 like is it's either. Funny. But there's a 10-5, <laughs> which is taking a smoke break. Uh, I think it's I think it's 10-5. Which happens all the time. This is funny. Uh, we are recording this on ten three on October third. But uh, on I've been on set in Gosnell on ten one and ten two uh, October first and October second. Did you know that that's basically a holiday in the film world? Everyone's like happy ten one. Yep. <laughs> this is why. Yeah, this is why when everybody was like, "Hey, Rhett, are you gonna go out to L.A.? Don't go out now." Yeah. I'm like, why? Don't leave us. Yeah, and they're just like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, we, were, we were playing some games. You want to get we were. To? Sorry. Oh, you want, yes. It's your show, man. Okay, I'll okay. Whatever you want. All right. I just so, um, so I turned over <laughs> tables and... Jesus Christ. Let's, uh, let's see here. Can we... Okay, we, we did this with Electric Nostalgia, but I do want to do this again. Just because you two are here. Um, so this is a game called Genres. I don't know if that's the actual title. I'm just... It's, it, that's what it's called now. Um, so the way that this works is that you guys are going to play out a scene from Army of Frankenstein's, that, a scene that you both had together. And uh, I really <laughs> wanted to do somebody else. Yeah, okay. And we're going to do it in different genres. So if we, I mean, it could be horror, it could be romance. Okay. Those, okay. Days, those days are done. How about, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Let's how, do, uh, how so breathy the first do you one, need to be? No, no, the right. first one this we're going to do is you guys are going to play out a scene, which work out which scene you guys want to do together. Because you got several scenes together. Yeah. Um, so we are going to do the first scene. Can I say that, that that this is what I do was the table read improv that I never thought that you would say, Rhett, do that. Do that again. That's a straight up Firefly reference. Like that is Nathan Fillion Wait, which part? as it gets. when I, There's a scene where like I look back at her and I'm like, this is what I do, darling. 
And I, I, I never made I, that connection as many I times as I've seen the, the movie. I, I yank the sword out. <coughs> I pull the sword out, then I get clobbered yeah. and lose yeah. horribly. But like, there's that scene where I turn to her, and because we're, like, we're on the day, and they're handheld, and we're just running around. I'm like, hey, Ryan, can I try something real quick? Um, he's like, yeah. And I was like, you know, um, it's the thing I did in the table read when I just jokingly like threw something out. He's like, yeah, man. He took that long. He goes, yeah, man. <laughs> try it. And like does like a shoulder shrug and like a head. And he's like, yeah, man, try it. And I'm thinking, it's never going to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things that, that brings the three, four cast members together or whatever. And it's, you know, and somehow handheld he gets around Rachel's shoulder to shoot me and i turn around I'm like because she gr- oh yeah if you haven't seen the movie which yeah you, who hasn't seen army of frankensteins at this point I again know, it's a movie called army of frankensteins i'm really sorry that the guy on the cover is <coughs> the guy in the movie i wish i was better looking how many times you you bet like people buy the movie and they're watching the movie after seeing the cover and they're like, where is that one? Let guy? me tell He's... you how many calls my mom's got. <laughs> There's this one guy about that has why a is your son? He's so bad looking. <laughs> um, you guys are sending me down so many different roads. We had fights about the mustache and the hair that we should. Anyway, so uh, I look, guys. Hey, this is great. Great, all over the place. We're just, there's a bottle of tequila and we're doing our thing. Um, so I look back at Rachel when she's like, don't, what is it? You grab my arm, you're like, there's something. I'm pretty much and I look back that. and I do my big hero moment of, this is what I do, darling. <laughs> then the camera swings around and pull the sword out. I'm going to slay this Frankenstein. I mean, obviously it's Dr. Frankenstein's monster, but I'm, <coughs> I'm sure you guys already covered that 17 million times. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I slash him across the face. Like a French fencing artist. <laughs> um, and then he backhands me into this pine tree, who, by the way, guys, certain actors don't know what play fighting is. Uh, but yeah, so there, but that's, that's the seven hour version of what I could have said. Like, yeah, man, I threw, a, I threw this line in. But it was inspired by Nathan. Hey, Killian. Rhett threw a lot of lines in, though. And that was. Oh, no, did you? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the um, funnier moments that I thought he had in the movie were lines that he improved, and he was really great about um, uh, preparing, you know, for his character. And I, I think you had, like, a big binder that you had, like, written a lot of notes in and, like, backstory. And I was really impressed by that. It was awesome because he would come in, and I think I said to him at the very beginning, I said, um, he actually tried out for the lead, he tried out for Alan. Huh? And when he when he uh, did the, did that, I think I pretty immediately said, "Hey, look, man, um, there's another character named Solomon that I really think that you're gonna fit perfectly for." Yeah. And he's kind of the Han Solo of our movie, you know. And and so had me a Han Solo. Yeah. Did, right. did, did, I, did you ask him I can, to I can grow see his Brian own? getting excited. <laughs> yeah. So like, <laughs> did you did you ask him to grow his own mustache? And he was no. like, no. "No." You know who can't grow a mustache? Old uh, Cherokee Red over here. This guy right yes. here. Look at it <laughs> you, right you now. You got some stubble. Yeah, that, sh- yeah, that's probably yeah, a good idea because uh, if you shaved everything but the mustache, you probably great. look like not you so need a good. monocle to go with it. Our dude, uh, <laughs> our guy that played uh, John Wilkes Booth, grew his own mustache. Yeah, that was real. <laughs> he <laughs> used like, mustache wax that yeah. smelled like donuts. Yeah. <laughs> ah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. never have donuts the again. The mustache. It smells is... like his mustache. But <laughs> I just, I would watch, you know, because it was, I was like, Ryan, I've got this other movie. I'm going to have to cut my hair. Maybe we do a wig. And Ryan's like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, we're going to do a big mustache too. I was like, I can't grow a mustache. He's like, ah, oh, we'll get you a good one. I was like, can, yeah. we, can we get a good one? And then we show up and he found one on the road. Right. One day, if you guys look closely, one day it was put up on upside down. <laughs> so it curled yeah. up like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whiplash. I, I have less, I don't have a lot of facial hair anyway, but I have <laughs> less now because some of up. the glue took things from me <laughs> that, that I'll can never, never get back. Get back. <laughs> and you know, because you're working on, uh, I don't want to say small budget, but you're working with the best you have to make this movie. There day, there's days that Ryan was like, hey, um, your scar on your face. <sighs> can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the days when my left eye is closed. You can tell Rhett, Rhett was working now. Uh, do, do you have an allergic reaction to it's some of the so stuff great. that they yeah. use? Yep. Oh, yep. You and Steve Goodman, man. I, you guys are all allergic. I just completely tanked a great audition because I had an allergic reaction to blood. And I went in to play handsome guy. Guys, I'm not that good looking. Period. But I went in with this... It looked like Wolverine scratched my face. Right. And uh, so I, God bless them. What? They went through the audition. But I know that like, just like the Yeti had his mitts Wait, on the, my... the, this was like it wasn't the guy's good. natural yeah, it was face? Just, I mean, it was just, no. It was my face. Oh. He was supposed to be handsome guy, but I'm coming off another project. Oh, And I had this gotcha. terrible reaction to the fake blood. Oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. It's not good. Guys, so uh, allergic to blood. Tell you what, handsome guy number one. I have uh, an allergic, coming up and, uh, an allergy to blood called fainting. There it is. <laughs> but see, the thing is, is like if if you just would have told me, like, hey, I'm really allergic to this Rigiclodian stuff, we would have been like, oh, well, okay, you don't need a scar, then that's fine. Which yeah, is, I, you know, to be fair, I did ask for a ton of scars, and I wasn't I wasn't allergic to the Collodium. It yeah. just. We had a couple of days when uh, people couldn't make it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, and but I. And I'm bad about this. I asked for tattoos. I asked for scars. I had the, if you, we lost them because it was oh, such a right. pain. I had the scars down the neck. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> when you're a bad actor, you ask for a lot of extra stuff. It's, <laughs> and, uh, if you could just replace my face on the cover. Right. I had so, nothing to do with that. I man. feel like nothing we had a game. It's just bad face, yeah, bad now, face now acting. Aren't they supposed to be doing a game? This is what oh, exposes yeah, 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 me. Yeah, yeah. This is why I don't come out of the house. So, okay, this is a, a game called Genres, and you guys are going to play a scene from Army of Frankensteins. Which yeah, you, guys, you guys can riff it, it's all right? four years. Yeah. And you don't still remember? God, that's crazy. Virginia. <laughs> Sweet dear. So, we're going to play that scene. Oh, are we not starting yet? <laughs> we're okay. going to play that scene as a crime drama. I'll tell you what, sweetheart. Ain't nothing washing for me. Well, they're going in. I will not leave them. Well, guess who ain't going? Me. <laughs> so yeah, shut up, Ryan. <laughs> Me. Once you take your high-heeled shoes and your whatever Humphrey Bogart bullshit, <laughs> and once you just take it, you walk out the door. But let me tell you something. At this point in time, <laughs> Men were unnecessarily rough to women. And it's not okay. 
that I'm about to grab you by the arm with your permission, obviously. <laughs> I'm gonna pull you in for a kiss, and then you tell me you're still gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> then go. If I walk out from these woods, I am not coming back. Granted. This is a uh, 70s crime drama, <laughs> and my uh, private investigator office is in the woods. Why don't you go ahead and try to leave? I'm going to stay here with my oversized fedora, my weird creaky chair, and my stupid snub-nosed revolver that no one understands why anyone would ever use. Anyway, um, see how far you make it. You'll be crawling back here. For me. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying, this like, is why I wanted the dialogue from the scene. There's no, there's, there's we've gone off the rails. Okay. So that, so that was crime yeah. drama. I, uh, guys, <laughs> I, um, you know. I literally did. They're going. Do you have to remind you what happens in the scene? When you show up five and a half hours late, <laughs> you just kind of come over, pushed over tables and hoping people forget. Oh! <laughs> Ah, uh, well, Rhett made up for it because he tried so hard. Which okay, let's is also when I act. Let's try. Let's try that scene. Anime. They're leaving. <laughs> Virginia, if you go, I will not go with you. <laughs> I will not stand behind and watch my friends be taken. <laughs> Then you go. But that was it. I don't think they've even seen the movie. Why am I? Why? Why? Why did I just go South African? Okay, you guys ready to do the last genre? Coming yes. to America? Right. So what, what, what have we done? I'm okay, so this last genre, we're going to play that scene again as a German porno. They hate the vaga on the Jordan on the deck. Nine! Nine! What are they to get? Which is basically all I do in the movie, if you think about it. Like, if you really look at anything Solomon does, it's just... <sighs> well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. Army of Frankensteins, check it out. It's everywhere, and it's fantastic. Guys, thank you again for coming on. This has been really fun. Thanks a lot for having us. Okay. <laughs>